Welcome to Gaia's Consciousness Podcast, expanding your mind and spirit. Learn even more at Gaia.com. Watch interviews, movies, and original series created to empower the evolution of consciousness. For more information, visit GaiaPodcast.com. Your journey begins here. Let me give you a very different idea of what it means to be you. We are creatures of energy residing in physical bodies. And our power, our energy, your power, is the substance that fuels our bodies and lives. And choice is the basic expression of that power. Choice, probably something you haven't given much thought to. But our passion for personal empowerment and self-esteem is deeply rooted in our desire to develop a visceral connection to the phenomenal power that's contained in one act of choice. Now, what do I mean when I say choice is power? I mean, after all, how powerful can one choice be in the whole scheme of things? I mean, can you change the direction of humanity or the quality of your health or the, or the quality of your life with just one choice? Are you that powerful? Well, I believe you are and that you can change the direction of your life with one choice, that you are that powerful of an instrument. We are living at the greatest turning point in the history of civilization. You know, it's a privilege to be alive now. It's a privilege. And someday, you know that game people play, and they'll often ask, well, if you could live any other time in history, when would you live? And so many people say, well, I, I would live during the Egyptian era, and I want to see how the pyramids were built. Or if they pick these momentous eras in history, but me? I would go forward, and I would want to read the history books about right now, about what people would write, about how we didn't realize all the things we missed about this moment that we are living, all the obvious, incredible transitions that were happening between fossil fuel and solar awakening. That's what's happening to us and within us. We are creatures of energy now, energy. We've crossed the fossil Rubicon and entered into the solar age. And that solar age is as much in us as it is around us. We are solarizing, and I mean that S-O-L-A-R and S-O-U-L-A-R. And we are actually living in two dimensions now simultaneously, the realm of energy and the realm of matter. And while that has always been true, the difference in this moment is that we're finally learning to navigate the, the realm of energy and matter, largely because Physicists and scientists have gotten to the nuclear age. They're coming together with the world the mystics have always known about, like Buddha. You know, Buddha said change is constant. It was one of his great teachings. And we are living that truth now with greater and greater immediacy. I know when I was growing up, 
We never would think that something that was going on in India or something going on in Korea or something going on in Africa someplace could affect us in Chicago or in California. But today, if there is a, a, a shift in something that happens in North Korea or in Russia or in South America, it could affect our bank accounts. We could wake up with more money or less money, just like that, because what we are learning is the choice someone makes here affects everybody everywhere because all change is universal. What affects one part of the system affects the whole. And all change is immediate. You can't have a partly broken heart. Everything you do affects the whole of your family. Same thing within your community. What is in one is in the whole. This goes for patriotism and athletics. So when our sports team wins, it's our sports team. They stand for all of us. Now it's always been like that, but in fact, we didn't have the means to understand that type of truth. Part of it is because we still live in the physical world where we want to see the consequences of our choices all the time. And at the same time, we are now living in the world of energy where we are just beginning to learn that the energetic choices we make may well be more powerful than any of the physical choices we make. An energetic choice is responding to an energetic hunch or an intuitive hit, as you might call it. So when presented with the physical data of a business plan that looks really good on paper, your energetic response is saying, don't trust this, and you choose to go with your gut. Now realize the energetic data is not presenting you with a different plan, but your intuition knows the calculations are erroneous and designed to disguise the small details that your eyes can't see. So having enough faith to forego the obvious for what your energetic sensory system is telling you is essential for living in balance and truth. You know, it was Jesus who said, you know, a good mustard seed is going to bring down a mountain. That doesn't make any sense to someone who doesn't get the power of consciousness. Because they'll take a little mustard seed and they'll throw it at a mountain and they'll say, well, that's preposterous. But Jesus wasn't talking about physical power. He was talking about the power of a thought, the power of a truth, the power of a line of consciousness, of a light, the power that Buddha's talking about, the power of one clear truth, of one clear choice, that we are this powerful, that each of our choices is in fact an act of creation that we set into motion. Before the internet, if you had said to someone, it's possible for you to change and influence the whole planetary community 
by hitting one button called send. That's how powerful you are, that you could hit a button and send out a message and influence everybody on the planet in three seconds. You would never have believed that. It would be an incomprehensible concept that one little human being could possibly reach the whole. That's exactly how we live now. You just hit the send button and off a part of you goes into the energetic ether, connecting with satellites and then downloading around the globe. You don't even think what a phenomenon that is, that you are connecting to this grid of life at light speed. But it's a duplicate of how I tried to once explain the power of a prayer, that it's delivered to your soul, just like FedEx. So here's my point. We are just now learning that we participate in the creation of our realities, both personal and collective, and we are discovering how that happens through the power of our thoughts, our emotions, and our actions. The nature of God is not to lead you into blank space, but to lead you into guidance so that you can make a choice. And you are always being directed to make choices that empower you as a fundamental piece of guidance, that it is against your nature to make a choice to disempower yourself. What we are living now is this profound transition, like an energetic renaissance, where we are actually witnessing the teachings of Buddha, the teachings of Jesus, these teachings of these great cosmic masters manifesting actually in technology where the internet is a duplicate of the internet, the way we are connected to each other, and that we need to acknowledge that there's no such thing as an insignificant choice. And by virtue of that, every choice you make needs to be considered profound that every choice is an act of creation and that we need to have a very different power strategy with ourselves. Gaia.com lets you explore over 8,000 films, documentaries, and original series. There's so much going on in the unseen world. Hidden truth. Why in the media today? They still seem to hold back on these incredible stories. Behind an unknown universe. Where science and spirituality all come together. Gaia.com. Content you can't find anywhere else. For more information, visit GaiaPodcast.com. Everything you do is a calculated power move. You strategize about what you should wear, what car you should drive, who you should marry, about everything. We are drawn to power things and objects that represent or symbolize what we think is power, like big cars or bling or designer clothing. And while it's wonderful to enjoy the bounty of life, esteeming yourself 
is not based upon the acquisition of goods, but on your capacity to protect and honor who you are, regardless of what you own or where you live or the occupation you have. The journey of life is about how am I going to invest the power of my life force? In what ways can my life enhance the lives of others? And in a sense, we answer that question hundreds of times a day with every decision we make. There is nothing small about you. Every choice either empowers you or disempowers you. The choice to be in a situation and think, is this a crisis or not? Is this a crisis or not? Does it matter how I respond in this moment? Yes or no? Of course it matters. Every choice matters. If you tell a white lie about why you were late to work or bend the truth about certain facts and details that are important for other people to know, you need to realize that these seemingly insignificant negative choices add up and directly affect your energetic anatomy and eventually your entire well-being. So how do you discern the difference between what empowers you and what does not empower you. First, I'm going to share with you eight of the most important power choices you can make. I'm gonna move these through your biology so that you have a biophysical spiritual reference point within you so that you, you have this sense of breathing, feeling, a choice as it moves through your bio-spiritual self. A bio-spiritual reference point is when you fully understand that you live and breathe with all life, that the laws that balance nature also balance you. So if you're thrown off balance, your whole planet is off balance because your body is your planet and everything about your life gets to work on bringing you back to balance immediately. For example, you may be overtired and need to rest. And if you don't pay attention to the signals from your body telling you to take a break, you might get a migraine that forces you to rest. So making the choice to listen to your energetic data is a choice in harmony with the law of balance. So that you know the moment you make a choice, the power goes through you. And a choice either empowers you or it's going to take from you. Just by design, just because I know human beings, you're gonna look to the outside world and you're gonna think that I'm talking about choices that are out there. Great big huge, like the choice to buy a car or get a house or move an elephant, and I'm not. All the choices I'm talking about, no one can see but you. They all take place in the world behind your eye. Every one of them. Everything else is the caboose on your train. I'm talking about the engine. This is the engine of your life. Here are the eight most important power choices you can make. To not betray yourself or others. To live with integrity and truth to know and live your values. The choice to have a spiritual worldview 
or practice, to practice kindness in your life, to be reflective of your personal actions, to be of service to others, and the choice to empower others in your life. So let's talk about each of these just a bit more. Let's begin with to not betray yourself or others. Now that is great big huge, great big huge, because it means that I will respond to my inner guidance, that I will live, and here's the operative word, congruently. My head and my heart will speak to each other. Betrayal is a big deal. Betrayal's a big deal. Now, what does it mean to say, to thine own self be true? That's one of the most difficult paths in life to lead, to be true to yourself. We start out in baby steps because we think it means to do what we want, but it actually goes much more to the core of becoming an integrous person, of really beginning the journey of self-knowledge. For example, you make the decision to tell the truth, no matter what, and then comes the test. You are asked a direct question. Do you support what our boss is doing? Or perhaps your partner asks you, are you really happy in our relationship? And now what do you do? You cannot anesthetize a commitment to the truth. Once you have set yourself on a course of becoming congruent, you'll have to be prepared for your world to shift because it will. Be honest about what really motivates me, who I am, what makes me do the things that I do? Like, who's really responsible for what's going on here? Now, I'll give you an example of that. When I was writing Invisible Acts of Power, this one woman said that she made the choice not to follow her guidance in this one instance. She was a model. She was working at a modeling agency. And this young model, a meaning someone like two years or three years younger than her, was new to the set, came up to her and said, do I look okay? And she said to me, this girl was beautiful. She was stunning. She looked gorgeous. And I knew it. She said, my gut instinct knew she was fragile. She just needed a little self-esteem. And she said, and I felt that guidance coming into me. I felt it. I knew it. She said, instead, I looked at her and I deliberately made the choice to hurt her. And I looked and I said, you're okay. You're okay. She said, I saw the life drain out of her face. She said, I've never forgiven myself. I'll never not see her face. Know your values and live your values. If you've made the choice to have a spiritual worldview, practice that worldview. And you can tell when you are violating these choices because you'll feel yourself losing power in your body. You will feel it. You will feel your body losing force in your stomach, in your solar plexus. You'll feel yourself increasing in stress and intention 
because we are one huge ecology system. We are spilling into the truth of oneness backwards by, for example, dumping our medications down the toilet and thoughtlessly polluting the whole ocean. It is only through our mistakes that we discover that we are all one. It's as if we cannot bear to enter into that discovery consciously. Make the choice to do just that. Practice the view that we are all one in your everyday life. Make the choice to practice kindness. Make the choice to practice kindness. You have no idea how powerful that is. That, in fact, a smile could change a life. And I have endless stories about how one act of kindness kept a homeless person from committing suicide. But we often diminish the power contained in small acts of kindness perhaps because we cannot imagine their long-term consequences. We imagine that assistance in life should be big, dramatic, financial, and immediate. But the hidden resource of grace that resides like a small jewel within every act of kindness endures for that person's lifetime. You've given them one more diamond to carry within their soul, and the power of that endures well beyond this moment in time. But this truth is a challenge for all of us to absorb and appreciate because we are so driven by the need for immediate solutions. As a result of uh, the history we have with the kind of God we have, got to be careful with this, but this is my point. We've created a God of productivity in the West. We've created a God of practicality. The kind of God we like is the one that when we say a prayer, that prayer is answered practically and effectively and that it, it uh, includes um, a reason for why we should do what we do. So when someone has asked me, do you have any prayers that work? I need some practical results if um, when I pray because I need to see like what's my highest good and what's my highest purpose and it better be practical and it better have a pension plan and it better make money. Otherwise, this I, I, I've got no use for this God. If I had said to that person, well, I got some guidance for you that the purpose of your life is, is to learn kindness and I have it here directly from God that that's the purpose of your life. Most people would be so disappointed that that was their purpose. It, that they would be so disappointed. They would sit down and say, you go and you, you ask again because this is just like not good enough. There's not enough backbone here. I need, I need something where the choices I make produce more of a little bit more glamour and glitz. because they can't possibly comprehend that there's power in subtle choices, that there's power in that, in fact, um, the more powerful we become, the more inclined we are to make choices that are invisible in their power.
You need to set time aside each day to think clearly and deeply about the quality of choices you make in your life, including what motivates you, what directs your inner agendas, and what the long-term consequences are of your choices upon the lives of others. Think of what a different world we would have if everyone lived by that truth, that every choice affects the whole, and therefore I must account to all life for my choices. Though that is an unrealistic goal, still, the practice of reflection helps us to realize that what we do and think matters, and therefore, we must hold ourselves accountable for the quality of choices we make in life. That eventually, the kinds of choices that we make are not about becoming seen in order to be powerful, but becoming reflective becoming congruent, becoming of service, knowing that if I become powerful enough in me that I can empower others, that is, in fact, the greatest choice I can do, is to do what I can to empower others because I am now giving grace away. Now, I will tell you that nine out of the 10 regrets people have is because they couldn't empower someone in their life, is because they couldn't love someone as deeply as they wanted to love them. They wish they had spent more time with their loved ones or had given themselves the chance to actually live their dreams. They come to the realization that the values motivating them were worthless or artificial. They weren't really values, but ego-driven ambitions. You know, I've, I've read so many, as I'm sure you have, these deathbed regrets that people, you know, if I, if I had my life to do over again, I would wear purple hats and I would do this and I would love this. And I, and I think that if you have to wait till you're dying to make the types of choices you should make when you're alive and vital, then... Um, you don't know anything at all about how powerful you are and what you should be doing in this moment. That in fact, the choice to forgive, the choice to love deeply, the choice to empower others are the choices you should strive to make to become that kind of soul inside of yourself. That this is really the vault of sacred power inside of you. When I think of that journey that compels us to keep searching, what are we always searching for? We're searching for the capacity to liberate ourselves, to be able to make these choices in life that are the most outrageous not outrageous by financial means, but outrageously empowering of self and others at the same time. Because that truly is the ultimate spiritual path. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Gaia's Consciousness Podcast. Learn even more at Gaia.com. 
and watch interviews, movies, and original series, all to empower the evolution of consciousness. For more information, visit GaiaPodcast.com. Gaia. Watch. Belong. Transform.